everybody. Welcome back to the Better Business Analysis Podcast with Benjamin Walsh. And we continue on with our Business Analysis Unleashed series, where we take real examples and we work through practical, uh, technical skills and techniques and delivery journey phases as a business analyst. Okay, and we've covered strategic objectives. Um, we, we've kind of parked or scraped over enterprise analysis, which um, which is a whole other topic in itself. And we're now going to be talking about how we take our strategic objectives, our epics, and our starter user stories, and how do we transition? How do we transition that down to detailed level requirements? And I have to say that detailed level requirements is sometimes an area where a lot of BAs actually start their journey. Um, at this point, a uh, program uh, plan is put together, a PID, uh, the project manager sometimes thinks of which resources uh, they need in order to uh, deliver on these objectives, and they look at tasks. And sometimes this is when a BA is hired. I know I've done a lot of hiring uh, at this point uh, to hire BAs who are going to work on projects. And so this might be where you start your journey. Uh, so all that pre-work should have been done, um, and you know sometimes you have to go back and do some of that work or ask those questions. Um, so that this this is a really interesting point. So I talk about transition here, but it may be your starting position. And really, if we want to, and I'm going to use, I'm going to keep using the word transition because that's ideally what happens, regardless regardless of whether or not this is where you have started your journey and your role. And I appreciate that maybe I don't know. I'm going to guesstimate here. Fifty percent of the population of business analysts start at this point. Um, to transition from high-level strategic objectives, epics, and user stories to this detailed-level requirements, or detailed-level analysis, I like to call it, because it's not just requirements, um, usually you would follow these steps. So we've we've got a good understanding of our high-level strategic objectives, right? And so if you don't, if you're starting at this point, then this might be the place you need to ask. So when you land, Maybe get a copy of the business case or maybe ask what the strategic objectives are or the goals of the program. Um, so that's, and you can, you know, if there aren't any for the organization, there may be at the program level or the project level, uh, you can come up with objectives for the project. Okay. So if all that other work I've talked about doesn't exist in your organization, which is a bit of a red flag for me, um, then you can still define them for your project. So you can work with your project manager and say, let's get really clear on what the scope is and what the goals are. And they may have already done that. Um, we've identified and defined some epics, ideally. And so they're the what functions. And so tangibly, if you're starting on a project, um, once you've got those goals, you might uh, draw a context diagram of um, what are the big epics that you might be working on. And so that's the initial large bodies of work that represent significant functionalities or features that align with those objectives. Uh, you've Hopefully, you know, if this has been transitioned, then those epics have been broken down into study user stories, which are concise and specific uh, descriptions of the desired functionality or features uh, from the perspective of the customer end user, and they are starter. So that might be what you get, get given. And what we need to do now really is elicitate, so elicitate, not document, elicitate and 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 you will be writing this down so there is a bit of documentation detailed requirements for each user story okay so this is working with stakeholders to understand the specific requirements for each user story including functional and non-functional requirements including acceptance criteria so what is the definition of done is another way of saying that in agile so what is the acceptance criteria 
And this document, once you've done it, you can do it in Excel, you can do it in your, uh, and it's always good if you're working with a development team to do it in somewhere like Jira. This is where you're, you are giving this both to the development team, that's your audience. Uh, you're also checking in with your product owner if you've got one to make sure that these broken down user stories, you know, haven't lost anything in translation. And of course, your tester will then use this using the, the traditional V model. Uh, their job is to write uh, test scripts, test cases, which um, basically map to your acceptance criteria. So you've got it. This is where um, uh, we need to be um, detailed in the, in the true sense of the word. And we need to be concise. And it's where you usually find that BAs are doing their most writing part uh, right now. Um, but you don't need to do mass and masses of analysis. You just need to uh, do enough to be able to give the development team enough for them to then, you know, have a conversation with you around the how. Okay, so who's who's there's there's a number of people that might be involved in this. So the stakeholders that are involved are business analysts. You know, you've got the product owners. You might have a project manager uh, that you've been assigned, or even a product manager if you're developing or changing an existing product. Uh, you've got the devs, um, including you know architects potentially. Uh, always good to have an architect across a big program. Testers, and then you've got the end customers or the end users, we sometimes call them that. So they are the people that can help uh, or are involved in breaking this down. Uh, you also can sometimes work with what we call SMEs, uh, subject matter experts um, who know an area really well, and they can talk about the current state. They're not very, they can talk about their pain points, but they're not very good at defining future state. Uh, you shouldn't just ask them what it is your job should be looking for pain points. So that's, you know, focus on problems, not solutions. Now the BA, what the BA is doing here is really you're facilitating. So you're facilitating the transition. Uh, you're working with stakeholders to understand the high-level strategic uh, objectives and outcomes we talked about. Um, you are breaking down these epics into user stories. Uh, you are elicitating and documenting these stories we talked about, functional and non-functional, remember, and acceptance criteria. And really, your day-to-day -day job, apart from the writing, is facilitating workshops and other meetings to collaborate with stakeholders and get their feedback, okay, to understand, to try and uh, identify pain points. You're drawing process diagrams generally is a really good way of doing it. Uh, Post-it notes, you know, coming together. You're not doing a shopping list here. Uh, and then, of course, once you've um, captured those requirements and you are applying a bit of um, rigor and format to them, and so they may not be verbatim what your users uh, stated, and you need to make them consistent and accurate and complete, then you can review those back with the product owner, who's ultimately the um, owner of this um, piece of work, um, and get them to kind of validate that these are the requirements. Okay, does that all make sense? So that's really what detailed uh, analysis is all about. I'm going to now, because we're on our Unleash series, run through an example, um, and I'm going to do this with McDonald's, okay? So yes, McDonald's, the company that creates the burgers. Uh, we are going to talk about what we might do, uh, in you know, in in a in a details requirements phase and how we might um, break those down. Okay, so we'll just say, oh, and I'm going to use, like I said, uh, this is very bad to do in a project setting, but I'm going to paraphrase what the strategic objective, uh, the epic was. And then we'll start on one user story, and then we'll look at what, how we, what's an example of um, breaking that down to some of the detailed requirements and what we would do. Okay, so our strategic objective 
simply might be around improving customer satisfaction by X, by when, you know, and uh, and 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 by um, uh, and stating you know its time frame and accuracy. So it's about improving customer satisfaction uh, overall for McDonald's Corp. Uh, the epic could be around uh, so that of course McDonald's has presence uh, online and on apps and all the rest of it. And maybe we're just talking about the in uh, the in-store experience. So the epic is enhance the customer experience in McDonald's restaurants, okay, worldwide. So obviously that's not epic format, but I've paraphrased that. One of the user stories, the hot starter user stories that were was handed over to us, transitioned, was as a customer, again, in the customer voice, which is great, I want to be able to order and pay for my food quickly and easily so I can minimize my wait time. So they may have identified that um, a pain point, one of the pain points for customer experience in stores is that it takes a while to be able to order and pay in long queues. Okay, so that is what we've been given. And so now we need to do, probably find out a bit more information about that. So the analysis involves, well, what are the wait times today, the current uh, state, what are the, the pain points, uh, what's the process we go through, what's the potential future state look like without solutions. And that might be involved, um, and then and then from that, of course, um, we can suggest what a a, a, be, a better world might look like uh, using uh, the um, kind of current uh, reusing some of the assets we've already got in the store. So let's say we did a workshop with our customer experience team, and they were saying, "Well, look, there are this is our current state. People have to wait in line." But we have a mobile app, uh, and we have these um, self-service uh, uh, centers, and uh, where people can order food. Uh, and so, what we think is the app is really key here for people using the app all the time. So, one of the uh, pain points is that you can't order through the mobile app, but um, and people are understanding uh, don't understand why. So maybe we should look into some requirements or um, a future state could allow the app maybe, could allow customers to browse the menu and place orders and pay for the food without having to wait in line. So um, simply the, um, once they've done that, uh, the food could be ready for pickup. Um, and so that could be one of the kind of user stories that we break down. It would be, you know, as a customer, I can easily order and pay for my food through the mobile app uh, so that my food is ready when I visit the store. Um, and then we might identify some of the um, detail around that user story as being acceptance criteria is that the uh, uh, ordering experience on the app should be easy to use and navigate, should be available on iOS and Android devices, uh, it should be integrated with the point of sale system so orders can be processed um, effectively and quickly, uh, and it could allow our customers to track the status of their orders and receive notifications when their food is ready. Okay, so this is all kind of user stories, obviously not in user story format, but you can break those down. And you may have identified in workshop that that's the area, that's the kind of area you're going to focus on, which is allowing, uh, which is going to be, which is going to solve our problem. And now there are, in terms of how that all happens and, and what it looks like and all the rest of it, you might mock something up and then you might, you're working with the development team and they might be coming up with ideas and, you know, me telling you how, the thing might integrate with the mobile app, might integrate with the port of sale and identify any constraints. 
And that's really what detailed requirements is all, all looks like for a BA. Um, you're working with stakeholders, you're documenting those requirements, listating them. Uh, you're covering both the functional and non-functional, like speed, for example, and the platforms they need to, the app needs to run on. Um, and you are, you know, making sure that these requirements are complete, accurate, and consistent um, all the time. So once you've developed this, I mean, what what you might find is that this can be done in a requirements traceability matrix in Jira, for example. But it's always good to have a, a, a detailed requirements specification. Now, that sometimes can become really technical. What I like to do is just a PowerPoint presentation or a Google Slides, where you're kind of mocking up in your head what a conceptual flow could look like. So you've got your process diagram, but even a even a, a drawing, a picture of what this could look like. Not This is not what the app will look like. But it helps you identify because it's using a visual cue. Are there any functions you haven't thought about? Like, okay, allowing someone to log into the app. I mean, yes, those functions might already exist. But if you're kind of like saying, okay, well, it's really important to know that if this is the experience on the mobile, you know, the McDonald's app today, where they're just viewing offers, for example, but you can't order, um, maybe screenshot those and then show where, where, you know, an example of how the function of ordering might fit into that app. You're not you're visually defining a requirement. You're not saying that's what the design needs to look like. And if you're doing a mobile app or a UX project, then of course you want to work with a designer here. But giving them concepts, giving them a concept, both helps them understand what you're talking about. And also it helps you um, identify any missing requirements here. Because you, you physically, can, like a comic book, walk through what you would need to do on the app in order to order food. And you might find things like, oh man, I didn't, Think about what would happen, um, you know, when they click submit order, should it navigate to the tracking page, should it go back to the home page? And these are all requirements that the dev will uh, fill in the gap. Basically, that's not what you want them to do. They will guess what you want if you don't define what's important here. So if you want the design experience to be such that the user navigates to uh, the order tracking um, screen, uh, once I've submitted the app, then you need to put that in your requirement. That's why it needs to be specific and consistent and concise. And um, you can, you know, and, and 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 you don't just need to make that up in a dark room. You work with the development team, you work with the designer to think about the you the best UX experience. Uh, but but sometimes BAs um, don't do that, uh, and it, it is their job to facilitate that and to and to ultimately write that down. Not necessarily make up with the um, the come up with the design themselves, but make sure it's documented as an acceptance criteria. Because if it's not done, the dev will just put in whatever they think, for example. And then when it comes to testing, the test should be independent. The test should look at your requirement and test against it. And then if they, um, for example, are testing this independently and you haven't said that after you place your order, you want to navigate to the tracking screen and it goes to the home screen, well, there won't be any requirement to... Uh, um, to pass or fail against and you may never know whether or not that function was uh, missing that you didn't do it or and how the dev has implemented it so just be very very careful that what you are thinking about that's why it's good to draw a picture is what would you have to do on an app what are the functions that would need to be uh, working in order for you to logically uh, make this happen awesome so that's our mcdonald's example i hope i've just explained how you um, perform uh, detailed level requirements. 
for McDonald's, <laughs> uh, for this app that we're allowing people to order on. And um, yeah, it's given you some insights in terms of how you break down these user stories and what you might be doing as a BA in the detailed requirements space.